0: what is up everybody so today is sunday the 30th or whatever um yeah i believe tomorrow is october 1 but i just got in finally all the way into my hotel room and i'm kicking back because i'm gonna go party but i mean nothing closes at it's a nine eighteen right now, I figured this would be done by ten fifteen. take a shower head out be out by midnight and then I go drink it and and maybe get something to eat, but I just watched the o and three Raiders take on the one one and one Browns and the Raiders fucking won in fucking overtime. Holy shit, man, that game you know my track record of seeing the raiders all-time history in live sporting events heading into today was probably one in 9 or maybe one in 10 uh they beat san diego chargers like 2 years ago that was like the first time i ever actually seen them win a game and i had gone up to see them play the browns seen the jet seen seen them play the jets seen them play the patriots seen them play the ravens um see them play I think the Chargers in San Diego... Oh, man. Uh, yeah, like, it, it seemingly every time I went to go watch them play... Like, they were fucking losing the game. Or they would lose. And, and you know, if, if you know the Raiders the last 15 years... And the times that I've gone... Would be the last... However many years... You know... It just... They have not won very many games in the last decade and a half. And I've always seen them win one. So, you know, heading into today, I was like, damn, you know, I walked around Lot B. If anybody knows in Oakland or in Oakland where the Coliseum is, where Lot B is, that's where I parked. I actually parked at the BART station um, on San... uh, I wanna say it's Leonardo, but it's not it's Leandro or whatever. Uh, there's a little bart station right there. I parked right there, I paid uh, 30 bucks to park, you know, because I didn't have a fucking gate pass or a little park pass thing to park, but whatever. Uh, I parked. I walked across a little bridge that goes what to me would be behind this the Coliseum where the Bart station is. Uh, it goes behind it. Uh, the front of it is I would assume is where it almost touches the Oracle Arena, but anyways, I, I you go across the bridge. I went down and I headed over to Raiderville 'cause because that opens up at nine. So I just hung out there till it opened. Then waited. I was waiting for a friend of mine to show up, but I I he didn't show up. So or actually, he said he showed up. But he was walking around. So I, you know, okay, whatever. Uh, I was hanging, like I said, I was hanging around Lot B or Area B, uh, at the Bad, uh, the Bad Boys of Barbecue. Uh, you know, you pay the little wristband to get in there too, but they had some banging fucking barbecue, man, brisket, some chicken, they had some pasta, green and orange pasta stuff that was fire, uh, Rice some rice that was incredible too. And chicken and I think uh they do serve oysters and other stuff, but I had like two plates of their food which would probably is probably worth the, the the thirty bucks. Anyways. From there I just decided Yeah, I got to I got to uh, the bad boys that like Like 9.45, not quite 10. Because I was trying to watch the beginning of the game. So anyways, they were having issues with setting up the TV. They didn't set it up. Uh, I had my two plates. It was like 11 or so. And I was like, okay, well, let me go back to Raiderville to watch the games in the first half. And the only game to me that seemed to really interest was the Falcons and Cincy. They were going back and forth. It seemed like there was... a Quite mean, a minute Well, the Dallas and Lions game, but I'm not a big fan of either of those teams. I had no interest. And I don't really have no interest in Cincy and Atlanta, but that game seemed a little bit more interesting because the Lions, I think the Lions lost 26 24, but the Atlanta and Falcons game was 37 36. Um, and the Eagles and Titans was going kind of slow. I can't think of any other games that were really Uh, Green Bay put up Or actually the Bills put up A goose egg Uh, The Jets I think were putting up a goose Put up a goose egg Uh, I forgot who the fuck the Jets were playing They could have been playing Bortles But I'm not 100% sure of that And then the Dolphins were putting up A fucking goose egg against the Patriots It was like 31-0 So that was a total shit game at one point. And so was the Green Bay Bills game, it was a terrible game. And so was uh yeah, the Jets are getting blank too. I think I think they were playing the Jags. Terrible games. Terrible bullshit. I mean like the morning slate of games this weekend was fucking trash. They were total total trash and I don't blame anybody for you know not watching those games but uh, anyways at halftime of those games I was like okay well let me just walk around and head in because these games suck and I'm pretty sure I could catch inside the game I'm in I mean I go inside and I'm like I'm pretty sure I could catch like them doing the warm-up drills like I was in there like about 50-some-odd minutes before tip-off. So I was like, well, let me watch them do the drills. You know, or, you know, kick the ball, whatever they do, you know. They do their little warm-ups. And to me, that was like, okay. I was like, all right, cool, you know. I watched them do some drills. I watched them, like, kick the ball. Like, people were just tossing the ball. And then, like, you know, then they, the quarterbacks came out. They... Uh, McCarron and 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 Carr, um, the the you know the kick the kickers came out. You know, just I watched that, and then as I get got down to like fifteen minutes before kickoff, like the whole stadium behind me and around me just got packed. Like it was packed. I don't think it was sold out, but it was definitely a lot of fucking Oakland fans. There There's a lot of quite a bit of Browns fans actually. Which, to me, the last time I was over there, uh, to see the Browns play, it was about three or four years, maybe four or five years ago now, I went with my bro. But, I can't think if we had Carson Palmer at quarterback. It was a while. And on top of that, it was just... uh, it was a while, man. It was years ago, but I re- I remember the last time we sat on the visitor's side side, and with oh, I sat on this visitor side with my bro to watch Cleveland, and there was a lot more orange. There wasn't that much orange there this time, but I I seen a lot of Cleveland fans. And, and you know the Raiders get this bad image that we're some like raw gangsters and thugs. We're gonna beat you up if we, if. We lose, and we're going to beat you up if we win. That's not true. Most Oakland is pretty chill. Uh, I've never gone and actually seen any physical altercations. People talk shit, uh, obviously. And like I said, I I think that's something that even though people have this perception of us as uh, Raider fans, I don't think it's entirely true because we've been bad for so long, you know, it's one of those things, like, and I hate to be cliche, but when when you put a lion in captivity, and I don't know who says it, or what movie it's from, but you can see the eyes of the lion slowly glaze over, knowing that he's not actually out there hunting no more, and that's the case with Oakland fans. Oakland, we used to win. It used to be we used to be in wars in the eighties, you know, in the seventies. The Raiders were really a really well run organization. And, you know, the last decade and a half, almost two decades, you know, the Raiders fell on hard times, you know, that happens in organizations, you know, they become out of relevance. And it's one of those things like, uh, you know... The fans, you ain't got, they ain't got. I mean, the fans always have fight in them. You know, the fans are always there, but they ain't got the same kind of. You know, it's just different. I I think a lot of people misunderstand. The Raiders fans like we don't got a lake to stand on. We haven't had a lake to stand on in so long, like, like even myself. Like people are like, hey, you're a Raider fan. Like I'm like, mm, yeah, like. They suck now, but they're not gonna suck forever. I'd rather be a fan of them now when they're bad and try to jump on the bandwagon, you know, three, four, five, six years from now. And now I think a lot of people are gonna jump on the wagging because they're moving to Vegas and I think tenderly when they get to Vegas, free agents will be lining up at the fucking door to come play. And I believe that even the draft picks that come are gonna want to Not only be there, but stay there. Uh, That's not the case in as it is right now. That's not the case with Khalil Mack. Uh, You know, it's not the case with some of these draft picks we draft, and that's the case with with some teams too. Like the Oklahoma City Thunder, you take that for an example. Like they had James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Well, they still have Russell Westbrook, and they had Kevin Durant, and Kevin left. And they traded. I don't know if they traded or Harden left. And Westbrook's just fighting it, man. I mean, he's the only one there that's fighting it. But he's really fighting against, you know, he's fighting against gravity. Like, that's kind of how I feel like Oakland, like, you know, has the same sort of issue, like, right now. Like, the town is kind of It's not as. Ritzy or glitzy as San Francisco is. Um, The team sucked for years, and you're just walking into, like, you know what I mean? You're just walking into a situation where if you're drafted by the Raiders, say the last, any sort of in the last 10 years, and you get there and you're like, okay, well, I'll play these three years, I'll give it a chance, I'll, you know, do my time. When it comes down to like, hey, do you want to stay? And they are like, well, unless you're going to offer me serious money, then probably not. And that's that's what happens. I mean, it happens, in the, like I said, it happened to Thunder. The and the Thunder are actually a good organization, but it happens. And I just think when the Raiders do move to Vegas finally, before I get way off track, uh, we won't have those same issues. So the team... Well, once they land in their new home, and it's going to be a new building, Uh Vegas is a high-end city, and I talked about this in the past, but, yeah, getting free agents and getting draft picks to stay and actually work really hard because, you know, they're living in Vegas, like, their names will be known, like, okay, this is so-and-so coming into this club, blah, blah, blah. It'll be different. And, as like I said, as a fan, in, you know... People always say, hey, you like the Raiders, and it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, they're my team. They suck, but they're my team. They suck, but they're my team. Or, you know, they they don't win many games, they're my team. Like, oh, I don't like the Chargers because they don't like the Raiders, you know? You know, and it's just, people got this idea that we're some sort of thugs, but in reality, most, most of the Raider fans are like I am. Like, yeah, I'm the Raider fan, I know they suck. They've been terrible for, well, seemingly forever now, and... You know, they had one good season not too long ago, but last year was a wash. And this year already started off kind of rough. But it's nothing new to me. I mean, we were 0-10 uh, like three or four years ago when Derek Carr was first coming in. So it could be fucking worse. Like, you know, just one of those things. Um You know, I think think a lot of the fans get a bad rep, and it's just not the case. It's just totally not the case. I think actually the case is the Raiders fans are dying to have a winning team so we can get back to really actually celebratory, you know, victories, you know, pack in the stadium, celebrate with, you know, each other. We want to get back to the winning ways, and I think that'll come once we move to Vegas unfortunately. But it, regardless, uh, you know, I was in there early. It got packed by tip-off. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the game, but it was a fucking fantastic game, man. We had a pick six to start things off. Uh, and I, I want to go through all the emotions of it, but it's, you know, the game is, was like almost four hours long and fucking, that, this podcast only another you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I don't think I'm going to go the full hour because I want to do stuff But uh, We started off With the pick six Well actually I think we got the ball first We put it And then we started off With the pick six I was like I hadn't seen The Raiders On You know And I was thinking that too I was like Damn it like We don't get the picks We don't we Didn't get the fumbles Like that, You know And let alone Do we get a fumble recovery For six Or pick six Like that's something You just don't To me that's rare On the list The things you're going to see if you go to a football game, like, wow, like a pick six, like, that's incredible. That doesn't really happen. Or a punt return, like, it's not something, or a kickoff return, it's not something you normally see. Even on watching football on TV, like, it's just not something you see. But we started off with the pick six. I think the ball went through, I don't know what receiver's hands, and it went through his hands and right to, I don't even know. Like, it just happened so fast, and it just happened, and it's like... I got something. Anyways, we started, we we're up 7 0. And then I think Cleveland kicked the field goal. It made it 7 3, which I thought was okay. And then they scored and then we we're up 9 7. And somehow they, they. I don't know why the Browns were going for two like the entire first half instead of kicking field goals. I didn't get that. They possibly could have won the game. Because I think they missed the two point conversion, which I didn't, like I said, I didn't get uh, more power to them. They were trying it. Anyways, they were up 9 7. And they got up. Um, and they were riding 14 7. Somehow they got to 14. And then. I think it was seventeen fourteen at halftime. I don't really remember the first half too well, you know. But anyways, the the Browns got up twenty eight fourteen in I think the third quarter, really early in the quarter. And you get your moans and your groans from the fan. I've been, I'm getting used. I've gotten used to it. You know, everybody wants their team to win. They, they, think that everybody can be a coach and everybody could be, you know. They could do they could throw the ball better than their car or they could throw or they could run the ball better than so and so or they could call better plays and that is a you know uh, something you see at football games or any sport that people are passionate about but you know we were down for uh twenty eight to fourteen early in the third quarter, and I was like, bro, this might be it like I've you know the the thoughts crept in my head I was like but I didn't move, you know, I stayed, um, we got up, we were down 28, 21, I was like, okay, well, they can. this is doable, it's still early enough, let's see what happens, you know, you watch, and, you know, I watched, like I said, I watched, and then it was 28, 28, I was like, bro, we tied it, like, wow, it's incredible, like, I uh, just couldn't believe it. And then we were up 31-28. And yeah, it was fantastic. And then we we're up 34-28. And then we were losing. And then we were down one. It was 35-34. And then they scored a touchdown. They got up 42-34. to and there was fumbles. In be- that's how we caught up. They had some fumbles. Uh, I think we had like five takeaways in the game. I believe it was five. We had to pick six. I know they fumbled twice. I know Carr threw two picks. We didn't fumble. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did Baker Mayfield throw any other picks? No, I don't think he did. Uh, I don't know. There was so many takeaways though. There was a lot of takeaways in the game, turnovers. Anyway, and that's how we got into the game. I think we. I think they had two back-to-back fumbles on two drives, I believe. One on each end of the field. Like Baker dropped one himself, and then the other one. I think the running back fumbled it. Or no, it was on the kickoff. The. You know what? I don't know. I think yeah, the kickoff. I think twice nearly fumbled the ball. Uh, anyways, that's how we got back in the game. We're losing 42 to... Whatever 8 points is, 34. And it's late in the game. We, got, we were in prime position to go down there and tie it before the 2-minute warning. And... We fucking botched it. I think got fourth down. We fucking botched it. Like, cars trying to throw it to Amari, and it didn't even get nowhere near him. I don't like, and the one pass sailed over the head of Jordy. Anyways, it was two minute warning. Cleveland had the ball. I think we had two timeouts or three timeouts or all the timeouts, and Cleveland couldn't convert a first down. They ended up putting the ball with like, like a like fifty seconds or something left. And at that time, a lot of Raider fans were already, like, leaving. You know. I would say about a third of the people left. But I was... Like, okay, well, we still got enough time to do something. Like, you know, you're not... You want to... I want to at least see them try, you know. That was my, like, well, okay, if they... I was, like, even texting my bro, I was like, shit, man, I think this is done. But I was watching it anyways. I mean, I didn't move. And... Oh man, just car starting hitting receivers. Man, I think he hit Cook. I think he hit um, Dougie. I think Marshawn had a run in there somewhere. Um, I think uh, Martavius Bryant caught a ball. I mean, anyway, we marched down the field, and I think Cooper catches the touchdown. Or, yeah, I think Coop catches the touchdown on the second time, or Cook, I'm not sure who catches the touchdown, and then Jordy ends up getting the two-point conversion, uh, and there's only like 20 seconds left in the fourth for the Browns, and I think they just took a knee and went to overtime, and which was, for me, I was already going fucking nuts because I had ne- I've had i never been to an overtime game in a football, and the game was totally fucking bonkers, man. I mean, that. This had been the best game of the day. So I'm not, not even watching uh, Pitts, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. But this game had been the best game of the day. I mean, uh, it just, it, you know, it, I mean, it was just fucking crazy. Like, it had, every, it had like almost a little bit of everything. Sacks, fumbles, picks, pick sixes, uh, good offenses. I mean, there was some good defensive plays too. I mean... Uh, The Raiders didn't have that many penalties, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was just a good all-around. All it was a good game. Like, I know the score was really high, and that doesn't mean that there wasn't... That doesn't mean there was any no defense. There was actually plenty of defense. That's how they got some of these turnovers. Like, the defense takes the wall away. I mean, there was defense there. It was present. The whole. I don't know how the score got up to so high. But... 45 to 42 is a total of 87. That's a lot of fucking pointage. When you're used to seeing games like 20 to 17, there's 87 fucking points. There's a lot of points. Anyways, they won it in overtime. They actually, the Raiders got it first, didn't do shit with it, they punted it to Cleveland. Cleveland didn't do anything with it. Cleveland punted it back, and then Oakland goes down the field to kick a field goal to win it. I, you know I gotta tell you that was like one of the best. Like I said, there's probably I'll never forget that game because the score was crazy. The score was fucking crazy, bro. Like like I say, I can't can't get over the score. Like forty five to forty two. That's a fucking a lot of scoring. That's a lot of up and downs, and there was a lot of up and downs in the game. Uh, mentally. I was like, oh, you know, the same old sign. And then it was like, yes, we're catching up. Then as we take it, we can do this. We're going to close it out. And then it's like, oh, we gave it up. And then it's like, you know, you're, you're on the roller coaster. You're on the edge of your seat, you know, and the score is what it is. I mean, it's it's one thing if it's 20 to, you know, 17 and you kick a late field goal to tie it, you know, and you like, oh, our overtime. But there was a lot of scoring. There was a lot of stuff happening. Um yeah, now the Raiders are one and three heading in next week. I'm not even sure who they play next week, and I don't really care at this point because I'm still like, uber ecstatic about it, man. I mean, I just like I said, just got into my hotel and I'm like, holy shit, the Raiders fucking amazing. It was an amazing game. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I'm gonna cut this one short at, you know, maybe right now another couple minutes. I just I couldn't. I like I had a podcast. This like my. The raw feels of the whole thing, you know, walking out. And I got some good Snapchat videos. I'm going to get, get uh, save all those videos and put them together and, and share them with everybody. For, for whoever hasn't seen it, the, the footage is amazing. Uh, Oakland treated me so well today. I was there all day. Fucking incredible, man. I mean, what can I say? I don't know. Like, I I talked to people. I don't know. If the, I, we, nobody knows if this is the last year there. But and I don't know if this is the last time I'll ever see oakland in in the Oakland Coliseum, but I'm glad I went man, and I glad they won and I'm glad this was the way it is, and it's just so fucking amazing man. I just had a fucking it was a fucking a hell of a game. people were texting me like ah, oh, they're down they're they're gonna choke, and you know just man, it was fucking crazy. Uh anyways uh, you know I I I I do another podcast before I leave cuz I want to talk some more but probably not about my raiders. Anyways, I'm out. Catch you guys later. Um you know what it is. The D is silent.